Hey there, everybody out there in podcast world. Welcome to a super extraordinarily special edition of FNO InsureTech. This is special, isn't it, Lee? It's very special. Why is it so special, Rob? It's special because I have a question for you. Okay, what is that? And that is, Lee, what are you doing this year? September 23rd to 25th. I am doing the same thing that I've done the past two years, and that is go to Insure Tech Connect in Las Vegas. Really? At the MGM Grand in Las Vegas? I am. That is the plan. Wow. What about you, Rob? Well, I think I'm going to be there too. That's a funny coincidence. We should maybe have lunch while we're there. We probably ought to, yeah, hang out, hang out. We, I, I bet we will. Why, why is that so exciting and special? Luke? Well, InsureTech is like the conference to go to. And I don't know if you know this or not, but our podcast is actually about InsureTech. We talk about technology. I did not know Yeah, I, I didn't think you did. Uh, we talk about technology <laughs> surrounding insurance. And so why not go to the largest InsureTech uh, convention out there? And hopefully it'll teach me what the heck we're talking yeah, about. Maybe you can learn something. Uh-huh. <laughs> it may be too late. Well, I think today, I think today we will um, have an opportunity to learn why all of our listeners ought to go out to this conference. And why? Why is today different than any other day? Today we have uh, the two guys who are running this entire thing. Uh, we have Jay and Caribou. They're going to be on and they're going to be giving us a little uh, lesson into how this conference started you know, where it's gone and then what, 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 what to look forward to next year. That's right. We have Caribou Honig, who generously was on an early episode of our podcast and his partner, Jay Weintraub, who's the CEO of InsureTech Connect. And these two guys dreamt this up, brought it to market, and the success has been, uh, phenomenal a runaway success and they're they're generously going to be with us today to talk about um all things insuretech connect including some 2019 preview right right very exciting to talk to them very exciting so we will not goof around any longer and we'll move right into our itc insuretech connect pre 2019 preview episode with Jay Weintraub, and Caribou Honig. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this very special edition of FNO InsureTech, where we are going to preview ITC InsureTech Connect 2019. And who better to do it with than our very, very, very special guests today, Mr. Jay Weintraub, and Mr. Caribou Honig. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Where Where do we find you both today? Jay, where are you? I'm in New York City in the Flatiron District. Oh, nice. Nice. And Caribou? I am in Richmond, Virginia, which uh, is where I normally reside and often work. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So let's, let's jump right in and talk about how you guys kind of came to uh, came to InsureTech Connect and and how you guys got connected. I'm sure there's a story there. Um, can you take us back to, to the beginning of it? Yeah, I'd be delighted to. Uh, so it really arose, like many great things, out of a real life need. Uh, so about four years ago, I was in the venture capital side of things, uh, putting most of my focus actually on the InsureTech space. And I was looking for a good 
industry conference to go to where I'd be able to compare notes with other investors and meet with the the entrepreneurs building the next generation of insurance kind of businesses and the innovation executives from the the carriers and reinsurers and brokers. And I couldn't really find anything at the time. Uh, so I said, I, I kind of need this to exist for my day job. So maybe I should try to create it. Of course, I had no idea how to create something like that. But fortunately, um, one of the people in my firm that I worked with uh, knew Jay from past life and knew about uh, Jay's great experience of uh, building uh, events, bringing people together. And so we were introduced through that. And uh, it was really delightful because uh, when he and I first started talking about it, uh, I don't think Jay knew all the context and uh, why I was trying to get in touch with him. Uh, zero. And so he, he starts telling me about his background and things he's done and how he's really excited about this new project he's got uh, uh, around building an, an event focused on insurance. And I'm like, well, Jay, I, I think we're either going to have a really short conversation uh, or a really long conversation. Uh, because I'm also really interested in uh, trying to create something uh, bringing people together around insurance. Uh, but either uh, either we're going to find we want to do this together, or uh, if we find that we don't, then uh, we should probably stop talking pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Lucky for me, uh, I'm sort of the Ringo star of the show. Uh, <laughs> lucky for me, uh, uh, Jay, uh, Jay liked what I uh, had in mind as well. And, um, and I got the chance to sort of uh, influence Jay's uh, mindset around it a little bit and work with him on it. So it really just started with, uh, I need this to exist, so let's try to make it happen. Is that what you remember, Jay? That, that sounds that sound uh, right? absolutely incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I would like to think that it was... <laughs> I thought you know, so. Me, no, no, it was actually uh, exactly what happened. And it was. I, I remember being introduced to him and being so excited to tell him about this great conference that I wanted to start an insurance and, and yes, and it was like, well, hold on before you go too far. Um, and, and luckily, we're here together. We all know the punchline. It's been an amazing, you know, sort of, uh, you know, kind of four years together. Couldn't be, you know, kind of more excited that the way things have turned out. So if he's Ringo's star, what are you? Yeah, I, you know, I'm actually really curious. Care, but who am I? Because I'm, I'm. Uh... Oh, you're, you're Brian Epstein. No, no, he, he's, he's, he's probably Paul McCartney. I like that. That's pretty nice. I like that. I, I thought you might say he's Billy Idol so, only because it was a good plug for this year's talent. Yeah. That. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Billy Idol. That's right. He's that's right. Well, it's one of us is salt, the other's pepper. You know, we'll let people use their okay, imagination. Yeah. Yeah. We were there last year. <laughs> we we saw that. We saw you guys oh, on yeah. stage. So, so whatever the case may be, it's been a pretty amazing. Um, high speed journey from that first meeting just a few years ago, right up up till now. I mean, just just run us through quickly the history of ITC and and so you met, you got started, and you thought, well, maybe we can get a few hundred people, and then what happened? And then more than a few hundred came, so we met, and I think the timeline was, you know, I think Caribou and I we probably met in uh, first introduced in August of 2015. I think we had come to a consensus and were ready to sort of pull the trigger by the later in 2015. And it was early January or early February where the first iteration of the website, you know, kind of came about. 
And we both, you know, sort of felt that we had a sense that if a certain group of people came together, if the incumbent insurance industry, if the investors and, and the entrepreneurs from across the world, uh, if we could get the right number of them uh, and, and the right quality together, there should be something special there. And you know, it was one of those where, is it going to be 500? Is it going to be 1,000? Uh, and you know what? It was an amazing, you know, I, I don't know if it was so much of a surprise or if it was, uh, you know, but to see that about 1,500 came together in that first year um, was, was great. It was fantastic. And that number, as we entered into our second year, went to 3,500. Last year was almost uh, almost 6,000. So it has, as you say, it has been. Uh, there's been quite the growth story where we've uh, been really fortunate to reflect the, you know, immense interest in and around the, you know, kind of innovation and transformation of insurance as a whole. Bringing it together is really a bit of a chicken and the egg, because you've got to have the investor community to bring it together. You've got to have uh, the incumbents, right, and the senior executives from uh, the industry come together, and you've got to have the entrepreneurs who are pushing. The limits and pushing the thinking um, across the industry. Uh, sometimes Jay and I debate a little bit about you know which is the chicken, which is the egg, which is the chicken feed. Like which do you need to come first? But at the end of the day, what's crucial is you you do need to get a critical mass of all three of those communities together into one place, and that's where the magic happens. And then actually, we've started to discover, um, particularly in this past year. Um, uh, last year's show, uh, drawing the regulatory community into the conversation as well. Um, uh, you know, we had regulators from what I think 30 states uh, represented, and obviously the regulators are so important, and they are they are hungry to be part of the conversation. And uh, I find that bringing them in as sort of the fourth pillar uh, of the community that we bring together really adds so much to the conversation. So I remember a slide that Caribou had, and I think it was in the second year where it was sort of, you know, uh, first time we'd had, you know, multiple regulators together and it was sort of, you know, hug a regulator. I never thought I would say that I love regulators, but I will admit that in the insurance industry to see the regulatory community and the fact that they are, you know, advocates for creating better products and advocates for, you know, sort of serving the community better and, and this sort of recognition that by making sure the, you know, sort of the startups understand and are sort of supported versus, you know, kind of combative has been, I think, a real amazing thing overall, not just for us, but for the industry. So one of the insights that that we've had about your conference is when, we, when we're getting ready for this episode, we went on the website to look at um, you know, what this, what the, what the agenda is going to be, who's going to be there, whatnot. And uh, a lot of that is, is, is forthcoming. It's not on the website yet. And what we realized was, is that in a lot of, a lot of conferences have to advertise, um, this is who's coming. This is our topic for this year. This is, um, this is our agenda. This is the fun you have to look forward to, but your conference is influential just in and of itself. It's kind of a, it's kind of has a life of its own. Do you guys view it that way? I would, I like your interpretation because otherwise I think you're just calling me a procrastinator, which may be true. (laughs) 
Uh, no, no. no, 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 no. Well, I'll give this is where I give Caribou a lot of credit too. Uh, we talk about people are our products, so we take a very people centric approach. You know, we spend, I would say, you know, we probably do 300, 400 phone calls with various parts of the, you know, of the ecosystem to understand, you know, the themes. We look at it as our job to be, if we do it right, we're a mirror. And so when people will look at what we do, it's, they say, this is what's on my mind. This is who I want to meet. So, you know, we don't view our job as, let me tell you what you, you know, what you should be thinking. We instead view it as, how do we make sure that we represent exactly, you know, kind of what collectively is on your mind? And so, yeah, that process for us is many, many months, you know, sort of uh, in the making. And I would say, you know, related to that, our event, and I think part of its success, is that it's a place that it is, it is your conference. It is everyone who's listening. It's, it's not ours. It's, it's yours. And that's probably the thing that we care about the most is making sure that, that you say, yes, this is for me. Like, it feels like it's yours and uh, as opposed to, you know, you're going to someone else's. Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, to, to echo what Rob's saying is that, you know, we go to InsureTech. This will be our third year this year. And we don't go to InsureTech just because a certain person is there. We know that we're going to get a, so much information and so much thought uh, out of the conference that it's just well worth it. Uh, and it, it is. It is one of those industry conferences that you go to. You know, the, 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 the organizations, the individuals in the uh, industry, we go to that conference because we're going to do business there. Uh, we're going to learn what's out there. We're going to learn where the industry is moving. Uh, it, it really is a great place just to connect with each other, uh, to network, and, and to get a lot out of it. So kudos to building that. You know, I think that that's really hard work is, is paying off. Well, thank you. I, I only want to be part of creating a conference that I actually want to go to. Smart. Love yeah. And quite honestly, there aren't many conferences that I want to go to, right? Uh, one of our sort of core principles, core objectives is making sure that it's set up as a place where business actually gets done, right? And, you know, look, sometimes people hear, oh, there's an event in Vegas, right? And they think boondoggle, right? Right. Uh, we sure. choose Vegas for a lot of reasons around things like infrastructure and ability to handle a big tent event like this. Uh, but what's really uh, so important is that when people leave the event after two and a half exhausting days, that they have, you know, new business connections, often leading to a new investment deal or a new partnership or a new commercial transaction, um, uh, that they got their eyes opened to some new ideas that maybe they hadn't been thinking about previously. Right? There's, there's really many ways to get value out, in, out of an industry event. Right? There's the learning from the people on stage, but there's also the meeting with people that you know already. And it just becomes very efficient when everyone converges in the same location. So you don't have to do, you know, 20 flights to meet with 20 people. Uh, and then there's the serendipity, right? Getting to connect with people at the lunch table or in one of the networking hours who you didn't know. And you didn't even know that you wanted to meet them, but you do find them. And then business gets done, right? We've got a whole sort of uh, agenda around we met at ITC and how do we support people meeting at ITC and having deals get done as a result. You know, Jay, you spoke, um, you know, several times last year 
uh, about that this conference is for you and it's about you. And, and I think that's a great insight. That's, that's, that's exactly correct. Because I think that regardless of which of those uh, pillars that Caribou spoke about earlier, which perspective you're coming from, there's uh, you can tailor the conference into something that's exciting for you. It's not you're, it's not being dictated. It's like here <laughs> here's this big candy store. Go ahead and choose um, which candies you want for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say either that or I apparently am really good at uh, building a conference that Caribou wants to attend. <laughs> well, you well, are. Caribou does come. <laughs> that he is does. true. He, is, he there. is there. He does enjoy it. So. Uh -huh. Uh, he looks like he's having I a good time. A, it's a new excuse for a fedora. I have a great time when I attend, and I continue to uh, abuse my position as co-founder to uh, scrape a few <laughs> minutes at the, uh, at the as the opening um, to speak to the audience. We'll see how long Jay lets me continue to do that. So let's let's take one step back, and I probably should have done this at the top, but talk about what give our audience in case they don't know, which of course they do. But what is InsureTech Connect? Explain. Give us the thirty second or two minute elevator on InsureTech Connect. Well, I think there's the what is it in the sense that yes, it is the world's largest gathering of insurance innovation and transformation. You know, it is a place where thousands of insurers will gather, investors and entrepreneurs, as well as, you know, other key stakeholders from the ecosystem. You know, it is, as Caribou said, it is two and a half days. It is September 23rd through 25th. There are long form, small group sessions. There are sort of the arena feel uh, you know, sort of content. There's a uh, very large networking uh, expo hall. But, you know, what is it really? It's a chance to, I would say, uh, it's a chance to be inspired. Insurance is one of these industries that is, you know, it is a service industry that is rarely called upon, you know, when things are going well. And yet it is a critical, critical function in everything. We think about uh, from where I sit today, I couldn't do what I do without insurance being present to what is going to happen if we want to go to the moon or Mars or launch new colonies, you know, flying cars. Insurance is the underpinning of all of this. And so at some point we need a moment to say, you know, both what is happening today and, and what is possible uh, in the future and realizing that, yes, in our day-to-day -day lives, we are we have a role to play, but for both ourselves, for the companies, for the industry to truly be what it can be, it's about making sure that those walls, you know, that help us be in our lane on the day, uh, are down for a little bit of time, to so we can look around and kind of figure out what is possible, and you know who is going to help us do what we need to do better. So being that place where you go to get, you know, both connected and inspired, that's what we think of when we think of ITC. I love that. I think that's, that is a great way to put it. And, you know, every year your conference gets better and better. Every year you, you add to it, it, it grows. And I'm, I'm curious, what, what are some lessons learned or what are some takeaways from last year uh, that, that you want to improve on this year? change or, or maybe keep with? Yeah, so I'll, I'll start there. And I think Jay will chime in as well. So one of the things that I really enjoyed from last year, uh, and I'm, I'm biased here, but you know, I, I spent a decade on the fintech side of things. And I, I think that insure tech and fintech are related to each other, but are distinct. 
I don't lump InsureTech as being part of FinTech. But we had Ken Lin, the CEO and founder of Credit Karma, one of the real success stories of FinTech. Um, he was one of our right. main stage speakers uh, this past year. Mm -hmm. And I think the audience sort of found it interesting to begin with. He was telling the story about how Credit Karma grew to 80 million users and all that. But I think the you could hear a pin drop in the audience once he started talking about the launch of an auto insurance product. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. Yes. On Credit Karma. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, it was it was noticeable. And, and so I think that um, you know one of the broader themes we'll see not just in, at InsureTech Connect, not just you know this past year, but I think one of the broader themes over the next five or ten years will be the successful fintech companies expanding into InsureTech and some of the tech titans, right? Uh, whether you know domestic companies like an Amazon or a Google or from abroad like a Naspers or a Rakuten or Alibaba, I think seeing the tech titans start to really make serious moves into the insurance industry as well. And I think that's something which is important for the industry, whether you're on the insurance side or the insure tech side. And, uh, you know, only the, the drum beat's only going to increase on that. So the more we can uh, highlight that, provide examples, have involvement um, from companies that are real companies, but maybe don't fit the traditional insurance category, uh, I think is very interesting too. Mm -hmm. Jay? I mean, I, I certainly am going to agree, even though Caribou and I were having an exchange, you know, sort of this morning about, boy, we need more disagreement on our stage. And, <laughs> and so I feel like my job then now is to say, uh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I disagree completely. That was terrible. No, it was great having Ken Lin. I, you know, and, and I, you know, we, we certainly will, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, have, have some, uh, disagreements about the role of you know big tech. I remember talking to someone the other day, and you know we're sort of playing the you know who's the biggest insure tech or who's the best example of insure tech, and someone goes Lyft, and you're like, mm. wait, why Lyft? And it was well, you know, if you if you look at the articles written during the roadshow, mm -hmm. you know, they're essentially an insurance company. You know, like instead of being you know sort of going to the to the sort of partnerships of the classic channel. They are essentially an insurance uh, company that also just happens to do ride shares. So, yeah, I think some of the intriguing thought exercises are around, and, and what many people are considering about the role of the insurer going forward. Is it a products business? Should it be more of a services business? And you know, how are people going to get access to the products? You know, sort of going forward, is it going to be that it's embedded in something that you're doing a la Lyft. And right, we don't know, but that's also what kind of makes it interesting uh, to sort of think about because we, we know that how people are going to buy insurance is changing when we know what they are going to buy uh, is, you know, is, is also changing. There's also an undercurrent and has been around talent and culture and how critical that is for innovation Again, both within the incumbent industry and among the startups, and and you know what that looks like, whether it's you know a a talent uh, or culture focused on risk management in an incumbent, or how to do proper risk taking at a startup. Um, but I think that the conversation around talent and culture, while it's always been a conversation in the C suite, 
I think that we're going to have more and more of those conversations uh, percolating throughout the, the insure tech conversation. So I, I look forward to that piece as well. Yeah, and I will I will jump onto that for a second and say that one of the unexpected surprises, uh, which is what you always hope for when you start something, you have a vision in mind, and then you you have a whole bunch of unexpected surprises. And one of that here is realizing that yep. InsureTech as a movement has been a way to draw a whole new generation of people to this industry yes. and to work on it. Yes. I was on a call yesterday with a young man, 25 years old, genius software engineer who's involved in a startup uh, in the InsureTech space. And I'll just make a long story short that he's a kid. He's 25 years old, but a young man, super smart, super motivated, uh, had a lot of great ideas um, for his company and what they're doing. And I mean, that kind of vigor and excitement is new to this space. I mean, Lee and I are are industry veterans. We've been in, uh, Lee's been in, in insurance essentially his whole career. I've been in it for over 20 years. And we're just not used to this kind of excitement. Right, right. <laughs> it's, uh, th- that was one of the most remarkable things for me about when I went to ITC the first time was it's exciting. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is the insurance industry. Where's the boredom room? <laughs> right? Oh, good idea. We're going to create the boredom room this year. Hold the on. Room. There you go. You need to do that. I mean, my, the biggest problem I had at, um, at InsurTech last year was you had too many sessions going on at the same time that I wanted to be in. Good problem to have. That just means you need to send more people from the organization. Have full coverage. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe if we can get maybe if we can get one of those coupon codes. <laughs> you know, I think you're talking to some people that may know some people that could make something happen there. Now that could help. Yeah. That yeah. could help. You us. know, we're we're downstream in the InsureTech uh uh continuum. We're 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 users. We're we're working with carriers and and using products. And that that was what was exciting for us last year. So we got to go and we got to see. I mean, the ideas were great and the 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 thinking was great and it was a, there was a lot of high level. But I, mean, I sat in one conversation that was about uh, one session that was about the right way and the wrong way of doing a pilot, basically. And we're very involved with pilots. We're, we're we're running them all the time simultaneously with several carriers, and so to, to have an opportunity to get plugged into exciting conversations with new thinking, not just insurance thinking, but like, like you were saying earlier, from other pillars, from other directions. That's what I love about your comment. Thank you. And I, and I think that highlights the context is so important at an event like this. So you can bring the same collection of people together. And if the context is not set up correctly, where the mindset going in is this is an opportunity to see what's possible, to see what other people, other organizations are actually doing, trying, succeeding at, failing at. Right? This is an opportunity where the other people there want to actually find, find vendors, find partners, get deals set up. Right? Um, without that context, right, I think it would fall flat. But uh, somehow or other, uh, Jay and team have managed to bring the people together where the context is such that people are ready to 
be open to new ideas, whether they've been in the insurance industry for 30 years or 30 days. And I think that's part of why so much actually gets done at the event. Let's focus on 2019 for a few minutes in the in the time we have left. What can you share with us? What can you excite us, enthrall us, um, tease us about 2019? This is the podcast special of, is Jay going to go or is Caribou going to go first? That's the, that's, that's the pause. Or, or the pause is really, that's the tease. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a big tease. There you go. Drum I'm roll. telling you what, you I'm standing roll, up now. Roll, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, hey, you know, it's the, the big, the, the big reveal. Um, so you don't we, have no, no, we, we, no pressure. We uh, no pressure at all. I, I will say that we can we can certainly highlight that every year is a little bit. Yeah, to your point, every every year is a little bit, you know, sort of like different. Um, and, and this year, I think we really want to continue on with this this notion of, you know, kind of insurance. You know, what is it really? What's what's happening in, in in insurance, and so we think about or, or the opportunities for people to continue to think about this business, and and sort of stretch you know sort of some of the thinking. So you know what we are going to do, for instance, is one of the one of the the pairings that we're very excited about uh, is we have Max Simkoff, who's the CEO and founder of States Title, and and he'll be joined with Stuart Miller, who's the executive chairman of Lennar. And you know, Lennar is America's largest residential home builder. Yeah. Home builder. And, and what's so right. interesting is, you know, so last year, not long after ITC, you, you have an announcement that State's Title, which I think at the time was a 35-person company, uh, is acquiring a thousand-person, uh, you know, division of of Lennar and their title uh, area. And so the right, it was a very unexpected sort of move for. A you know sort of how does an insure tech you know sort of both partner with and inquire a company that is vastly uh, you know it's it's superior uh, in size at least and so you know the idea of you know I think these big bets being made about the future of insurance and like the roles that it has to to play like that's some of the stuff that I think that uh, you know we hope will wow folks around you know look at that. Bet. Not just, you know, hopefully having the people that have written some of the most, you know, sort of transformative checks, but the people that are, you know, getting those sort of like, how are they thinking about the product of insurance? And that's why last year it was fun. We, uh, you know, Allianz, uh, people may know of from the Formula E race and the drone racing league, but what they may not know is kind of the company's sort of commitment to, you know, that these sponsorships aren't really branding exercises. They're they're sort of like mini labs. And how do they work on building insurance products for, you know, kind of like technology? So that was fun last year as we think about an insurer that is clearly thinking about the space in a sort of very differently. And so this year, you know, it's sort of how are these these big firms uh, who where insurance intersects them? What are the bets that they're trying to make? realizing that insurance is actually part of their success uh, ongoing. And as right. a car buff, I'm uh, you know, super excited. There's a, uh, we've got Tanya Kufner, who's from the uh, Porsche, has its own, uh, you know, kind of arm uh, 
<clears throat> and its own sort of VC. And, and I think right, mobility is something that we all understand. We know that whether it's mobility in the commercial lines and you know finally getting those loss ratios under control or just the fact that what happens now that these city streets are littered with scooters. So this idea that you know mobility is still going to play a uh, you know, sort of this, this ever-changing role of challenging uh, insurance. So making sure that we have some of the people who are on the on the you know the leading edge of mobility, um, and not just the hypothetical like what happens when, uh, but what are you know because obviously I was shocked when I read that Mercedes and BMW are you know essentially doing a billion dollar joint venture together. You know here have been you know consumer at you know you know kind of comp- competitors now forming up. So right. yeah, I mean insurance is in this in this, this so interesting intersection because of what it means for some of the biggest, broader trends, um, you know, as a whole. I I expect a lot of the conversations, whether on stage or particularly around the water coolers uh, at ITC, will focus on who's actually winning, particularly which startups are actually uh, uh, sort of proving out a winning business model, right? Right. That's, you know, profitable, scalable, has unit economics that you want, and, you know, which are the ones that are waving their hands, but not really building that? And which are the ones that uh, when you get to look under the hood, uh, you say, wow, they really are building a, a great business. Right. And, you know, of course, there'll be speculation around that. Um, but the more that uh, uh, there's transparency around it, I think all the better. And uh, certainly uh, people are going to be intrigued and curious on that topic. Right. That was one of the th- things that I was wondering is, do you guys see all of this? Is it maturing, right? Is it is it moving forward into um, a, a more mature state or is it just, you know, I mean, is it moving out of the garage, if you will? Ab- absolutely. It is maturing in sure tech. I-, I am now quite convinced that in sure tech, is going to show up with some real success stories. Some on the picks and shovels side, right? Uh, Startups that are creating tools for the industry and others which will be uh, uh, sort of full stack insure techs, the kind of companies that will themselves serve and own the customer. Uh, It may not always be the companies that are in the headlines that are going to be winners. Sometimes it will. But I think there's a lot of uh, really great companies being built today uh, and actually putting up results and making real traction um, uh, out there. So I'm 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 optimistic. Yeah, and I was going to say, what is our job? Our, our job, you know, besides convening, is that ultimately, you know, our jobs and in our industry is better when this happens. So you know, for us, it is that we have to do that balance of we all need a little bit of FOMO, we all need a little bit of fear of disruption because it pushes us to do better. Um, and so we, but right, go too far and it's not helpful, you know, or go too in the weeds and it doesn't, you know, sort of inspire us. So it really it's that idea of how do we make sure to keep, you know, what is our North star? And it's the idea that if we look at, you know, some of the, even the, the enabling companies that are just, how do you triage, you know, whether it's claims or just how do you do better triage of, uh, you know, kind of like, where does underwriters start? Like, you know, so there's, we need to make sure that just the daily lives get better, but we also need to make sure that people uh, say, look, I like having new talent in here. I like people actually being open to doing testing and to changing. So, you know, what if the, the end goal is making sure that our, yeah, that our lives are better, it's making sure that we can still 
have those little blends uh, is kind of what probably keeps us up at night more than anything. Jay loves insurance. I really like insurance. Jay loves insurance. <laughs> That's a nice thing. Cool. So do we, Jay. Let's, Jay, you know what? Let's have a podcast and leave Caribou off. We'll leave the likers off and yes. just have one for yes, the lovers. Did. I set myself up for that. <laughs> I took it as a compliment. Yeah, who else would you say to someone, you love insurance? And they go, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, it's get back to that conversation I had with a young man yesterday. He basically said the same thing. You, and, and that's because you're, you're bringing all kinds of new energy and ideas and, um, into a, a very old established concept. And, um, so there's a lot of excitement in it. And, you know, I'm an, I'm an old guy, but, uh, I'm thrilled to be part of, what's going on and around it and, uh, and, and enjoy the enthusiasm. And so we're, we're, we're very appreciative for you guys to put it on stage for what you've done. You've done actually a great service. Thank you. We want the industry and my apologies, Carapu, you know, I I was just going to say, we want the industry to have enough control over itself. I mean, we see it, whether it's with Lyft or others, this world is changing and you know, this industry deserves to, be able to write its own path of how it wants to help the changing world. And that's sort of, uh, you know, our job in a way is to try to help in a teeny tiny way to make sure that can happen. Jay and I consider it a privilege to be able to play our small role in helping the industry move forward and adopt the the best technology for the customers and for its fulfilling its mission. With that, we'll sign off and, um, thank you guys so much for making the time to do this. I know that, our audience is uh, super interested, not only in your conference, but what you guys are thinking and, and planning on. And um, I thought this was great. And I hope that uh, we can do it again sometime. Our pleasure. Thank great. you very much. 